What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bomb City Locker Room Talk. You're listening to Locker Room Hype. As always, I'm James Fairchild. Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing a good friend of mine and current Red Oak High School football coach, Gilbert Pedraza. How's it going, coach? How you doing? Doing great, man. Trying to stay cool out in this 90-degree weather right now. Oh, it's been uh, it's been raining over here a little bit, but it's definitely muggy. Is definitely it? muggy. Oh, yeah. Mugginess is... I got had to get used to that coming out here, so. And the humidity, Rain, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. It can be raining outside. It's like like going outside in a steam room or something. So. <laughs> yeah, I I'm couldn't do acting. it, man. Brother, I couldn't do it. I couldn't live down there in that humidity. It's too much for me. Still acclimating, but. Uh, it's getting better and better. It wasn't like last summer. Last summer I cooked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, man, I appreciate you doing this interview. Go ahead and get started on that first question. Yes, sir. All right. Taking you back to your high school days, you graduated from Paladuro in 2007. You had a tremendous success as a Don. You earned all district honors your junior and senior seasons as a center on the offensive line and played in the ASCO All-Star game after your senior season. What about playing high school football inspired you to become a high school football coach? Oh, uh, well, man, um, that just kind of goes with my, my story a little bit. Like, I didn't know much about football. Uh, I know I liked it. You know what I mean? I didn't have a lot of family members play football. So, uh, you know what I mean? Getting to become part of a team was major. You know what I mean? So uh, when I became part of that team, you know, it just kind of, you know, filled something in me. It was like, you know, I'm part of this, you know, unit. You know, I'm working for people other than myself. And, uh, you know, what I mean, I, I just really like that aspect of uh, teamwork and stuff like that. And football is the ultimate team game. So, you know, I, I kind of just naturally went that way to, uh, you know, looking into what I was going to do in my future. And, I, you know, I've seen a couple coaches that I look up to, you know, one's name is Joey Reed. And that's, you know, you know, Joey Reed. Uh, yes, sir. I seen that guy. he had a family, you know, family man, you know, kids my age kids my brother's age and stuff like that. And I was seeing that, you know, he was able to, you know, pay bills and, and do, you know, be a dad and stuff like that. So I was like, hey, that's something I can do. You know what I mean? So uh, uh, I just, I really like football. I love football. So, you know, getting into coaching was a, a good step, you know, just pretty much a, a step in for me. What was your favorite memory playing high school football? Oh, there's so many memories, man. Um, you remember practice all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You remember off seasons. You remember going through, like, you know, those real tough times with your with your teammates, you know. Uh, like I said, I still – I work with, uh, you know, people I did off season with. I work with people, you know, I went to – you know, went through those tough times with. I'm still with some of those guys, you know. And, uh, you know, I mean, I just remember off season grinding in there, you know. Coach Dunham over there, you know, having us power clean and snatch and teaching us, you know, how to lift weights and, and you know, just – give everything you know i mean you leave out of there barely able to walk <laughs> but, <laughs> exactly exactly those are the things you remember the most you know those are the things we get together and we talk about and you know and the games are, are a byproduct of the hard work and uh you know i mean that's you just remember you know the relationships you have with uh you know the players on the team right the that's relationships never go away absolutely the, the struggle and the hard work that each and every was put in during off season it just it's something you never forget Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what I'm saying. You know, you, you build those bonds and you build those relationships. And like I said, you talk to those guys all the way to now, like I'm talking to you, you know, and, uh, you know what I mean? Hey, you know, we hang out if we can, you know, if I'm around and you know what I mean? You just always look for a reason to hang out with those guys again. And 
those are the memories you remember, you know, just building those relationships, playing a game, trying to, uh, you know, go in together. So right. it's awesome. The bond never really goes away. Absolutely. You and I are both products of North Amarillo and come from a lower <laughs> socioeconomic community. How did growing up in an environment such as the one we did help prepare you to be successful throughout your life? Uh, you know, the environment, you know, the, you know, where we grew up, I mean, it just teaches you to be tough. You know what I mean? It teaches you that, you know, not everything is, is easy. Not everything is peachy, but, uh, you know what I mean? You don't have to live with it. You don't have to accept it. And, uh, you can, uh, you can do something about it, you know? So I think the, the environment that we grew up in, you know, you got to see some people that, you know, they got absorbed into the environment. They, you know, some people didn't make it, mm-hmm. you know, and then you've seen some people like you had, you know, people like Ziggy Hood on, you know, work their tail off and, and get out of there. And then other people, you know, you know, not just other people that have been there and, you know, worked their tail off and done other great things. You know, Sergio Hernandez, that guy who was, uh, you know, I believe he was uh, at the Naval Academy. You know, a tremendous hard work, hard working character of some of these people and just the, uh, you know, the the want to get out and the want to, you know, do something better. And, you know, I can honestly say it wasn't just the want to get out, but the want to, uh, you know, help other people that were from the same neighborhood. I love, you know, where I'm from. You know what I mean? And uh, that's why I went back to work there. You know, so uh, like I said, being from there, you get to see what it takes to get out from, you know, some of the other people that work their tail off. You don't have to accept it, you know what I mean? So I think that, you know, that's that's major. I had a lot of examples. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. You don't have to accept it, and you can always rise above whatever situation that you're in, no matter how, how suppressive it is or how demanding it may be. It just takes a little bit of hard work to rise up out of yeah, it. Yeah, def- definitely. And, you know, I, I would say, you know, you know, it goes back to, you know, a lot of it has to do with your, your parents and, you know what I mean, who you got backing you and, you know, your coaches and, and, you know, I encourage, you know, young, you know, if young people are listening to this, you know, that don't, you know, have somebody to always, you know, look out for them. And there's a, a lot of times there's a coach reaching their hand out and you just got to look up, right? you know what I mean? And, and he's trying to help you and he's trying to, you know, get you to do something, you know, right. You don't understand it. You know, it sounds like he's just, you know, getting on your tail, getting on your case, but he's trying to help you. You know what I mean? So that, you know, that's, that's why I'm in this thing. You know, that's why, you know, I coach. Exactly. It's extremely rewarding when a player student is receptive to everything you say and they want to learn and they want to apply what you are teaching to their own life. Absolutely. After graduating from Paladuro, you accepted a scholarship to continue your education and to continue your playing career at Oklahoma Panhandle State University. You had a successful career on the O-line as a collegiate player from 2007 to 2011. A lot of collegiate level athletes struggle to stay committed to the grind while in college. What would your advice be to a young college athlete who is juggling academics along with athletic responsibilities? Just always remember the reason you're there. You know, uh, you know, a lot of us are, you know, not going to go pro and, uh, you know, in, in that arena. You know, the, the, the percentage is low. You know, I'm not saying it's not possible. Anything is possible. But you always got to remember, like, the reason you're you're there is to, you know, make sure your future is secure. And if it's not your sport, you know, what is it? And, it, it, you know, you got to find something that that's going to be in. So, you know, um, you know, if you're going to go to college and you want to do sports and you're, you're going to juggle those things, you know, just 
remember that, you know, the most important thing is your grades and your, your academic, your career, you know, what you're going to go into after that. I was in college and, and, you know, fortunate enough to, to, you know, to get a scholarship and be there. And I just know that personally, it was like, you know, I got to do this or, you know, how else am I going to pay for college or how else am I going to make it? You know, I'm going to have to take all these loans out or I'm going to have to take all the, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, a lot of financial burden on myself in the future in order to pay that. So, you know, I mean, it was like, you know, football was a really great tool for me to get through school and, you know, get to where I'm at today. You know, it held me accountable. And, uh, you know, I'm, that's what I'm thankful for that, for that part of my life, especially. So if you get the opportunity to do that as a, you know, as a high school kid and you're going to school, you know, just remember like you get, you get playtime by, you know, passing your grades. And one of the best things that I heard my college coach say is you can be, you know, that, uh, remember the Titans, uh, remember mm-hmm. Titans quotes, like you can be mobile, you can be hostile, you can be agile, but the most important thing is to be eligible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you that's, know, that's true. Mike. That's true. You know, they're definitely true. And that was, his name's Mike Wyatt. And that was uh, the guy who uh, got me over there panel stating that something stuck in my mind. And, uh, you know what I mean? Um, you know, that, that's some those, those, those young kids got to, they got to remember. Yeah. Staying focused is key and remembering yes. why you're there. Absolutely. And, you know, you want to help your family. You know, a lot of people say that, you know, I'm trying to do this for my family. I'm trying to do this for other people. Well, you know, remember that, you know, whenever everybody's going out and when everybody's being irresponsible and, you know, there's times to have fun and there's times to, you know, to let loose or whatever. But, you know, you got to stay on the path, on the grind. You know, if it's really for other people, you got to remember the reasons. Right. There's a purpose and you just got to remember that purpose. Stay yeah. committed, stay and, uh, driven. Yeah, I'm just, you know, like I said, I was just trying to be an example to my younger brothers and, you know what I mean, to my community. And, you know, like my brother's graduating college. He just graduated college this last couple of days ago. So, you know what I mean? That's, you know, just try to be an example. Right. You had the opportunity to be recruited out of high school and experience the necessary steps to prepare yourself to play at the next level. What are some critical ways a high school athlete can better equip themselves to play at the next level? Uh, listen to your coaches. Listen to your high school coaches. Um, you know, a lot of people, they, they get online, they hear stuff. You know what I mean? They go to these outside entities a lot of times and they hear this and that. You know what I mean? And the most trustworthy people that you're going to find in this in this business is the people you play for. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of times, you know, people can you know, lose sight of that or they don't remember. You know what I mean? Or they feel like they're getting treated treat unfair or something. You know, but trust your coaches. And, uh, you know, they, they, they got your best interests at hand. So that's, you know, you make sure you have a counselor, you know, that you're talking to, you know, to get your NCAA clearinghouse and, you know, all the, the little things that, you know, you might not know about. So, you know, talk to people about it, you know, just uh, make sure you have a, a, a corner, you know what I mean? People of advisors, you know, to help you make decisions. And I, like I said, the best people is your parents, your coaches and your advisors, your counselors. You know, so get those three people, you know what I mean? Those three groups of people to, you know, you know, sit down with them, explain your plan, explain what you want to do, and uh, they'll get you on the right path. Right. Having a strong team of people behind you can really elevate you in any direction you want to go. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, and like I said, there's a, a lot of people, a lot of times people don't know who those people are. You don't know like who those people are, what those people are willing to do for you. 
You know what I mean? They, they don't know. They think they don't have anybody sometimes. But you know what? You know, Sandra Gonzalez at Palo Duro High School. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, counselors at your high school that, you know, you go talk to these people and they have great, you know, great interests at hand. You know what I mean? And uh, they want to see students succeed and people succeed. So, right. you know, you talk to counselors, you talk to your coaches at your high school, they're going to help you be on the right path. Don't listen to those outside, those outside voices. <laughs> right. Trust the people you, you know, and have been there for you and have the best interest. Definitely. Absolutely. Absolutely. You've experienced a unique perspective of playing high school football in the panhandle of Texas and playing college football in the panhandle of Oklahoma from panhandle to panhandle. Are there many similarities that stand out? Uh, well, be, I was from Amarillo mostly, you know I mean? That's kind of like the only, really mostly the only place I've been in, in the Panhandle of Texas. You know what I mean? So it's a little bit bigger. So when I went to the Panhandle of Oklahoma to play football, it was a lot smaller. And it was like, you know, kind of a cultural shock. You know, a lot more, uh, you know, just a major difference as far as like, you know, demographics, as far as, you know, uh, you know, what people do there for fun, you know, just – just it was a major difference just because of the size difference and just the people. But, you know, that's kind of what college is about is learning new things, experiencing new things. So, I mean, as far as football, they love their football up there too. You know what I mean? Now, obviously, I'm going to say Texas has great football, you know what I mean, and, and the best football, <laughs> you know what I mean? But I was playing college, and, uh, you know what I mean, all of it's important, you know, at the college level, you know, so right. – um, you know, as far as uh, just living there and being part of that community, it was different. But, uh, you know, the football is, it was the same as far as me competing at, at the college level. <laughs> I went to high school games. That was different. You know what I mean? Uh, just because there were small towns and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, Texas does it big. There's no, no, nothing like high school football in Texas. <laughs> right. After college, you started your coaching career at Texoma and reached the semifinals in football your first year. As a coach, what was the experience like for your team to accomplish such a deep historic playoff run that year? Oh man, I was just happy to be on the on the on the staff, man. Happy to grab a great opportunity. And uh again, just another blessing to be there at the right time. I was actually graduated and had moved back to Amarillo. And uh, you know, I mean was trying to get on at Paladuro or, you know, somewhere in Amarillo and uh, it just wasn't working out at that time as far as like testing times and stuff like that. So uh, again, you know, you have great coaches and people in your corner, great mentors, you know, uh, coach Reed, you know, he, he actually knew a guy that had gotten the job at Texoma, which is Aaron Witten. And uh, you know, I, I, he ended up giving me a call and uh, I ended up moving back out there. And uh, you know, it, it was just a good decision. Uh, it was a great decision to learn, you know, my first year of coaching there, uh, it was really, it was really successful. So, you know, I, I, I mean, it was awesome, you know, just to be a part of that. And I would say like, it was almost so successful that you didn't get to learn as much coaching as you would want to say you learned, you know what I mean? Right. It wasn't so the hard times you learn about coaching, <laughs> you know what I mean? When everything's good. It's, it's a little easier. So, uh, but that was a great experience to be with that team. Uh, there was some, uh, a great town pride there. I learned about, you know, kind of small town football and how the town gets behind the team, and, you know, how important the team is to the town. And, you know, I had a great experience and, you know, it was awesome for that to be my first year. And, uh, I, you know, I really enjoyed it the whole time. 
And uh, I still talk to those guys, Aaron Witten, the head coach, he's over at Spearman now. And uh, yeah, it's awesome. After your first year of coaching there, you came back to coach at your alma mater, Paladuro. How rewarding was it for you being a former Don to have the opportunity to coach kids who were from the same community you grew up in? Oh man, that was like the whole goal. That was a, definitely a life, a life goal that I was trying to, you know, check off. And that was kind of the plan from the beginning was to eventually get there and have a chance to, you know, coach at the, the old high school. And uh, like I said, help guys like me uh, who maybe not had a, be- a big uh, background in their family playing football or, you know what I mean, just maybe had some, you know, just some struggles, you know what I mean? Just some, you know, not 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 sure about if they want to play football or not or, or uh, you know, how much they want to invest or how important football is or anything like that. So, you know, I also when I got went back there, I got to, uh, you know, coach my younger brother. And that was also very awesome. Uh, coached him his last two years of, of high school football, and I got to be his offensive line coach. And he very played cool. center. Yeah, man, and, and we went to the playoffs and, you know, won a game in the playoffs. And, you know, you know, made a little run there. And, uh, you know, it was just awesome to, you know, have that experience with my brother, have that experience, you know, coming back to, to the north side of Amarillo and uh, coach at Paladuro. So, you know, th- that was awesome. Just checking those things off the life boxes and those right. goals. Definitely had those things set up in the in the past. So it was awesome to reach that far. Do you feel like you had a deeper sense of connection with those kids since you were from that community and they knew you were from that community? Did they Were they more receptive to your style of coaching and, and just really dug in and, and listened to everything you had to say? Uh, well, you know what I mean? I say today, you know, you just got to gotta adjust with the kids. You know what I mean? So I did, ha- I did know a lot of people. I knew a lot of kids, you know, their brothers or cousins. I knew somebody in their family that played ball in the past and, you know what I mean? So I would have their ears sometimes, or a lot of times, you know what I mean, because of that. And, uh, you know, that was a great way to have my foot in the door with those kids and, you know, you know, let them see, like, I am, I'm you guys, you know, and, and mm-hmm. to build that trust there and uh, for them to listen to some of the things that I would tell them. And, uh, but you can't, you can't get around the, the hard work of building a relationship. You know what I mean? That's just the, that's just their foot in the door. You know what I mean? And I right. learned that because I thought that too. I thought like, oh man, I'm a co- you know, I know all these kids and a whole lot of them, they're going to listen to every, every word I say. And you know what? You, and, and it's not just like that. You know, you still got to do the hard work. You still got to go, you know, have conversations with these kids. You know what I mean? Ask them about their day, you know, show genuine care for them to build that trust. You know what I mean? Because just because you know somebody they know, it doesn't mean they know you. <laughs> and, you know, that's something that I learned coaching there. You know what I mean? And something I carry with me, you know, to, to where I'm at at Red Oak now. So, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, building those relationships is always key and always first. After spending six years at PD, you made the move from West Texas to south of the Dallas Metroplex area in Red Oak. You've now been coaching at Red Oak for a year. I got to know, what's one noticeable difference between coaching in the Dallas Metroplex and coaching in the Panhandle? Uh, the amount of people <laughs> and uh, – <laughs> And, and you know what? Just the amount of uh, kids and people that are just that have the common goal of going and getting a college scholarship. You know what I mean? And, and I, you know, I'd say that's probably the biggest thing here is that a lot of these kids that want to play football, their goal is to play college football. And, and and a lot of kids I work with, they want to play college football, and that's awesome. And that you know, 
because there's so many people here, they understand that, you know, they got to work their tail off to, to get noticed and, and be seen and, and uh, you know, to win that starting spot or win that, you know, the competition just breeds great players, you know. So um, I think that that's just something that's majorly different here, just the amount of people, you know, just the competition, the, the, the level you have to step to to get on that field. And uh, I think that that's a major difference. Over there, you know, you just have a, a lot smaller population. And, uh, you know, you got one town, like such as Amarillo, kind of fighting for all the same kids. You know what I mean? You got four four high schools, you know, and it splits everybody up. And, you know, uh, that just makes it a little bit harder, you know, as far as that goes. You know, you, you have uh, maybe, you know, so many kids on your team that, that have that, you know, all the speed, all the talent, you know what I mean? Right. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's fighting for those kids and everybody's split up in Amarillo. So it's, it's a little bit more difficult. Yeah. And here, you know, there's, there's so many kids, there's so many people, you're going to find somebody, <laughs> right. you know? Yeah. That's what I was thinking, you know, reflecting back <laughs> on this question, the panhandle just had amount of athletes that are here. You can't compare it to the amount of athletes who come out for sports and are involved in a huge, large Metroplex area like the Dallas or Fort Worth area or Houston. It's just the amount of kids, the sheer talent that's just abundant everywhere. Yeah. And if you want to stick out, you better, you better do something crazy. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and, uh, yeah, that's exactly, I think just population is the answer to that question. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sheer population. Last year, you guys had great success. You won 11 straight games, won a district championship and made it, to the regional semifinals, having the opportunity to play in AT&T Stadium. What was your team's recipe for success last season? Oh, um, I would just say, you know, I came over here and, uh, you know, I went from being a the off the head office line coach at Paladero High School. And, you know, I stepped, a, stepped back a little bit over here and became an assistant offensive line coach, you know, just so I could learn from these guys and see what they were doing different. I knew that I was getting on with the – Chris Ross, and I really appreciate him hiring me and bringing me down here, you know, believing in those guys like Coach Quintero and Coach Reed who, you know, kind of vouched for me. You know, working with those guys, I just learned that, uh, you know what I mean, just a different way of planning, uh, you know what I mean, uh, a different way of doing things. Mm -hmm. And so, you, you know, they Coach Ross, he runs it, you know, like at a very high level, you know what I mean? We're looking at very detailed things. We're, we're detailed guys. And, uh, you know, that's what he, he's preaching all the time. And, and uh, you know, coaching with those guys and, and, you know, working with these guys, it's kind of just shown me um, a different perspective. You know what I mean? As far as like what it what it need, what it means to coach, what it means to plan, you know, what it means to just live your life as in coaching. You know what I mean? And uh, I, I can't explain every little thing. We'd be here forever. <laughs> you know, all the little things that I've learned. You know what I mean? From working with uh, Coach Ross, but uh, I just uh, tell you, planning and preparation is the key to, you know, to working and, and like I said, relationship building with these kids in order to make them or have them do what you're trying to get done. So uh, preparation, planning, relationships, you know, that's kind of, you know, the recipe that I've you know, seen so far out here. And congratulations on having such a good season last year. Excited to see what you guys are going to do this year. Uh, I mean, uh, I'm excited too, man. I'm just hoping to, get, you know, when we get to play, exactly. playing everything. We got, uh, like I said, you know, you've seen we we've got some great players coming back. We've got a great team coming back. Um, 
we should do some big things if we get to play the football, you know what I mean? So yeah. uh, the big question now is if we do have a football season, it's it's still up in the air. Hopefully things get resolved and there's going to be safety procedures put in place for everybody to go back to a safe environment in the fall. That's what I said. I said, uh, it's kind of like we rewinded football a little bit, you know, it's kind of not getting as much practice time, not as getting as much, you know, preparation in the summers and stuff. And you think about it, that's probably how it was, you know, in the old days, you know, and kids yeah. kind of was working all summer and then they just showed up. Right. <laughs> so, right. A little bit of throwback. But, uh, you know, that's, that's one thing we've kind of, you know, been working to combat make sure that, you know, we're, we're still engaging with these guys, you know, working with these kids, still installing things on, online and, you know, giving a little, you know, just again, being seen with the guys and, you know, making sure that they're doing all right and just trying to get some football in here and there. And just so, so they feel that team community, man, that team feeling. Cause it's easy once you're, not in the building for so long to forget, you know what I mean? So right. that's what, you know, we're trying to keep that attention. What do you love most about coaching the O-line? Uh, I mean, I played it my whole life and, uh, you're taking care of, you're, you're a caretaker, man. You're, you're, uh, you know what I mean? You're, you're, you're taking care of others. You're taking care of your quarterback. You're taking care of your running back. And you feel like, uh, you're, you're part of what makes it all work. You know, I know as uh, when I played offensive line in high school and especially college, you know what I mean? You really feel like it, 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 you see it, you feel it. Like I make this block, you know, the, the run goes, you know, I make this this kick out, you know, it's going right. You feel the running back go right inside of you, you know what I mean? Right inside of your block. And, and like so uh, just knowing that you're part of the machine that helps you go, you know what I mean? That I think that's that's what I really like about playing offensive line and uh that's what I try to t teach my players. You know what I mean? You're protectors, you know, you guys are team first guys. And, you know, they're, you're the only position that, you know what I mean? Is, is protecting other people, you know what I mean? Like that. And so it's a big responsibility. Is there a position you secretly have always wanted to coach, but don't necessarily have the experience coaching? No, I mean, really, I, I like coaching offensive line. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? I, I have, I've been lucky enough to, to coach offensive line since I began and, uh, you know, just really grow here. And, and so I really enjoy that. I mean, if I, I, I mean, I've been coaching long enough that, you know, you can get better at coaching everything all the time. You know what I mean? So if I was to coach another position, you know, I would just engulf myself in it and try to learn it. And, uh, you know, I like football, so it, it don't matter the position, to be honest with you. I, I'll learn it and I'll do as good a job as, you know what I mean? You could possibly do with it. So. The Red Oak program, I noticed, is sponsored by the Jordan brand, which is something new and groundbreaking for a high school. How exciting is it for your players to have the opportunity to represent such an iconic brand? Oh, man, they're excited. Uh, I mean, it's awesome for those guys that, that, you know, it's just something that just to get them going a little bit, just to get them more, you know, more excited about playing. And uh, if you think about it, a lot of these teams around here have Jordan as well. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, it's kind of just running with the pack, <laughs> you know, so was, we were just lucky and blessed uh, to be able to be selected to, to wear that. So um, it's awesome. You know, it's just it's going to be fun. But, you know, just want to keep the main thing, the main thing, you know, not not just be looks and, you know, be all pretty. We still got to go put points on the board, and, you know, stop people and, and do the thing. So uh, that's the most important thing. I thought it was pretty cool because, you know, colleges are just now coming around the past couple of years and implementing the Jordan brand into the football program. 
So I, when I noticed that you guys had the Jordan brand, it was, it was pretty cool to see that for a high school. Oh, the, oh yeah. The kids love it, man. They, they're, they're going to have a blast with it. So oh yeah, looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah. They love it. The red Oak program had 15 players signed to play at the next level on national signing day back in February. And most recently had five division one commits you along with the coaching staff doing a great job of developing talent and promoting players to the next level. How special is it to see these players you've coached and built relationships with make it to the next level? I mean, it's just awesome to see, you know, hard work pay off. And uh, like I said, I've only known these kids a short time, but uh, you know, just going through this season with them, I see what they're all about. And I see that, you know, the, what they're willing to put in and, you know, the, the amount of time that they spend up there working and it's just commendable. You know what I mean? It's uh it's just, uh, it's easy to see why those guys, you know, got their opportunity. And, uh, and, you know, that's something that they've been doing for a long time, you know, even before I was here. So um, it's awesome that, you know, they got Coach Ross and them there and Coach Quintero and them there. And, uh, you know, they were able to get on that path to, you know, so so that they can get noticed and stuff like that. So, like I said, these guys, they, they work their tail off. I'm at, you know, one of the hardest working places as far as players you know, around, I feel like, and they, they, they put the pedal, the pedal to the metal and they work. So these guys, you know, I see why they, they're successful, why they got their opportunities at the next level. Right. And according to Dave Campbell, the Red Oak program is one of the top 10 fastest successful programs gaining traction going into next season. So I noticed that that was really cool uh, recognition that was out there for you guys. Yes, sir. Tell us about what the Iron Hawk honor is about and what the motto keep pounding represents. Okay. Uh, you know, we give out iron Hawk award, you know, throughout the off season. And uh, we're just trying to recognize those guys that are, you know, really live in our culture and, and live in the, uh, the, the standard that we, we put out there and the, you know, just that red Oak standard. Um, the culture that we push out there is, you know, team first and detailed and be a t- uh, for the guy, play for the guy next to you. And so like when we see, these guys working and, you know, demonstrating those values of our culture, we want to recognize them. And, uh, I mean, you remember those dog tags we got in high school, right? Uh, you know, we love them. Mm-hmm. I still have mine. Yeah. I still me have too. Them. You know what I mean? And they mean a lot. And, uh, you know, that's something that, you know, we, coach Quintero started with these guys over there, uh, over here. And, um, you know, they love it as well. You know, they, they rock their dog tags and it has their O on it. And, uh, you know what I mean? We just recognize those guys week by week. You know what I mean? And it's it's um, those guys to bring others along with them because now they're recognized as a leader. So, you know, the Iron Hawk Award is just uh, – it's great, you know, to build accountability, to recognize people to who work their tail off and, and who are just uh, demonstrating the, the culture of Red Oak, that, that one standard. And uh, the uh, Pound the Stone and Chop Wood, K Water, that's just a, a book that, you know, Coach Quintero – um, he's implementing this year in our off season and just throughout our season, we've kind of just been reading it and telling it, you know, stories of it to the kids and stuff. And it's all about, you know, being a better you, you know, building your own house and daily work, you know, doing things that might not necessarily be in the realm of where you're working, but it's still working towards your goals. And, uh, you know, we're just trying to, you know, preset with the kid, you know, chop wood, carry water, you know, and, uh, You'd have to read the book to, to really understand, like, you know, what it's talking about. But it's about doing the work and building your, your foundation and yourself every day. You know what I mean? And being a better you. And that's what we're trying to, uh, you know, 
show these kids, show these players. Right. Those are lessons yeah. that they can carry into their own life after football. I'm gonna have to check out that book. It sounds oh, it's really a great cool. book. Yeah, you should read it. Absolutely. Chop wood, carry water, and then the next one is a sequel. It's called Pound the Stone. And uh, yeah, those books are you know they're they're great and they're you know kind of what our program's been using. Uh, Coach Quintero, you know, he really liked them, and uh, you know I, I I like the book a whole bunch. So you'll you'll get a lot out of it. I got it all highlighted up in there. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely going to go to the Barnes and Noble and pick that one up. Yes, sir. For the 2020 season, the Red Oak offense has a privilege of returning top 5A rusher Zach Sanders. Sanders averaged 9.9 yards a carry and scored 15 touchdowns last year. What does Sanders do best as a running back, and which professional or college running back does he remind you of? Mm, I mean, Zach is fast. <laughs> Zach <laughs> Zach is really fast, and you know we like to we like to you know get him out there so he can exhibit his speed. And Zach is tough. Zach is one of the toughest kids in our program. Uh, you know, not one person is going to tackle him by himself. So uh, you know, he, you know, some of the things he just you know, exhibits toughness, and uh, you know, he's not afraid, and, and he's fast. So those are the things he does great. You know, he's not afraid to hit the hole. He makes us offensive linemen look great because you know he, he just makes move and he goes. Not. You know, I'm messing around. He's business. So, uh, you know, um, who he reminds me of? Somebody fast. <laughs> somebody <laughs> real fast, man. Maybe Alvin Kamara or something, because, I mean, he'll try to run you over, man, and he's fast, you know. So, uh, yeah, he's, he's a worker. I like him. Loves that. Excited to see what you guys are going to do offensively next year. It's going to be exciting to <laughs> see him come back and, and put up some huge stats. For oh, yeah, guys. definitely him. And uh, you know, got got some other you – know, our quarterback, he's a stand-up person, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, Josh Irvin, he, he is, uh, you know what I mean, great kid on and off the field. And man, I think he threw like 39 touchdowns last year or something. He's, he's amazing. So, uh, you know what I mean, that, that kid, he's our leader. So, we're going gonna to rock with him. Wow. <laughs> Well, Coach, good luck next season. It's been fun, man. I want to thank you for taking the time to interview with Locker Room Hype. I really appreciate it. It's been a pleasure. Oh, it's been fun. Thanks, James. Yes, sir. As always, this is James Fairchild. Thank you guys for tuning in to Bomb City Locker Room Talk and listening to Locker Room Hype.